What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Top 10% Podcast. I am your host, Dan Carter. I hope you guys all are coming back after a uh, great uh, extended weekend for Memorial Day. And uh, we're able to get out there and, you know, salute the the people that had served and and whatnot. So uh, we're coming at you on the 31st, uh, Tuesday. And our special guest is another member of The Rise, Tyler Bentley. And it's going to be a good episode today. We're going to talk about a few things with Tyler, so we're getting ready to bring him on. So stay tuned um, and uh, enjoy. (laughs) Bro, I just shot T-Bar. Oh, my God. Look at that top. This episode of the Top 10% Podcast is brought to you by Top 10% Hunting Headquarters, located in Coldwater, Michigan, your premier AR manufacturing outlet. Let's get back to your host, Dan Carter, of the Top 10% Podcast. Welcome back to the Top 10% Podcast, everybody. Um, Sorry, we're cracking up here. Scott's in the middle of uh, a whole second serving of rice pudding. And uh, we're just trying to get directly to um, the star of the show, which is uh, Tyler Bentley from The Rise. Uh, Tyler, welcome aboard, buddy. Uh, hey, how's it going, man? Good, man. So we're, we're happy to have you on. We, we love what you're doing. Um, I'm going to give you a minute here to just kind of give us uh, an introduction about yourself um and maybe even dig a little deeper than what nick did we you know if you guys listened a couple weeks ago we had nick on here um and and from the rise as well um he did say something do you remember him saying something about tyler about he couldn't tyler couldn't keep up yeah he couldn't keep on the on the dirt bike or something like that oh yeah we'll get get into that (laughs) yeah he was crap talking about my dirt bike riding wasn't he yeah he was he was he was poking the bear a little bit so (laughs) Well, nonetheless, let's um, let's get right into it, man. So the rise, I know a little bit more. Obviously, we've talked off record and things like that. But uh, go ahead, dig in. Tell me, tell me about you and, and the rise. Yeah, man. Um, Tyler Bentley, like you said, I'm from Central Michigan. Buddies with Nick Kohili that you just had on a couple weeks ago. Uh, I am the founder and producer of the Rise Hunt, and we started the Rise back in 2014. Uh, we're a Christian based bow hunting, um, show, just kind of like, kind of like everybody. Um, once you start doing it and hunting and bow hunting, you you know, you want to challenge yourself and you want to keep pushing the limit and pushing the limit. And then it kind of evolves into wanting to film your deer hunts because that's why we bow hunt, you know, to challenge yourself. So once you bow hunted and killed deer, you're like, Oh, and the next thing is just to start filming and to make a show. So, um, that's what we did. And, uh, we started the rise in 2014 and it was really just something we did for fun at no point where we trying to be somebody or do anything. It was just like, we love doing it. We want to share it with people. Right. Um, so fast forward, you know, three, four, five years. Um, we got some new guys on the team and we're, we're sometimes unfortunately cycling different guys because, you know, people come in, they, they want to do it for a while, get exhausted, burn out, right. we get new guys. It's unfortunately that's something that happens, but, uh, I think that's the nature uh, of the beast in our industry. You know, we see that it, too. It is. 
Yeah, but uh, the reality is, is I'm going to do it forever. I'm going to do it until I can't do it no more. I love filming. I love whitetail hunting to my core. I'm from Michigan. I'm a bow hunter, so um, I'm going to keep doing it forever, man. I love it. Yeah, that's good. I can't. That's that's exactly us too. I mean, I, I obviously Scott lives it every day with the last name, but you know, and and just in through the brand as well with us. But uh, I'm the same way. My passions for the outdoors started with whitetail. I mean, a lot of fishing and stuff growing up too, but um, it's just one of those things that, especially the bow hunting side, it it really drives you. I guess crazy in such a good way. You know what I mean? Like we go nuts over one deer, you know, we could get into our side of it with the top 10% or the top 3% or 5% or 1% that we try and target. And that'll, that'll spin into what we were going to talk about anyway. Um, But obviously I want to hear more about the rise and more about the production side, but I think that's it. I think that that passion really, really brings, small groups of people like us together that are like-minded and we share these same passions and we really can get out there and, and, you know, it's fun to exchange the stories and have, you know, talk about all these things that we talk about. But, um, you know, like you said, there's something else to it. It's, it's almost like an art form. It's almost like the, the more of a challenge, you know, it brings more to the plate. So, so what's up? So what, what else is, you know, so you guys have come a long way since 2014, obviously we'll touch on a, a, a little bit. We won't, we won't burn that, uh, that up too bad, but you guys had a run in with the social media side and obviously those of the people that follow along and you guys lost an Instagram account. And as we were talking off record, you lost a personal Instagram account and everything. Um, and you weren't yeah. doing anything wrong. Right, you know, everything's no, just no, clean, weren't. clean cut. No, no hard kills, no glory. You know, like you said, gory shots or glory shots, and yeah, it, it was still was just, man. yeah, I, you know. And, and we were talking about where that goes and what what happens with that. And you know, I mean, I hate to see that, but we were just seeing something else. Scott, what was that one um, with the turkey deal that we just? And I think we talked a little bit about that with Nick as well, where you know they caught so much flack about the turkey with the you know one, the the gobbler guillotine type. Oh, t- style broad. Oh yeah. yeah, it was just shooting yeah. the turkey's head off. Yeah, the shooting the turkey's head off, and then yep. holding the head. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was, you know, and it kind of leaves us. Obviously, we shoot Magnus. I know you guys are are, mm-hmm. are just switched to a new brand, I believe, didn't you? Helix. Yep. Yep. So I've been reading some on that, and I, I know listening to Aaron and stuff from the fall, I, I've heard some things with with you guys talking about, and, and Nick said some some positive things about that too. But you know, we're all shooting Magnus, you know, for the most part, and you know them with you know, their setup that way. We just had Derek on from them and we were talking about where that's at and trying to make it so that it's clean and not, not have any of those issues. So hopefully we don't have to battle that, but unfortunately I think there's, there's a world of haters out there that they hate what we do regardless of how we do it or when we do it or what we show when we do it. And we just got to do man. Yeah. We got to be real careful. Yeah. I don't want to give an inch. No, no, not at all. But I want to be respectful to not have to, or say push an argument if you really don't need to push an argument. I mean, right, I don't right. want to give an inch of my freedoms. Well, well, I, I think yeah. I mean, I don't either. But I think not, Tyler, why, you would probably agree. Pour if, gas on there if you don't need to. Right. Yeah. Don't add fuel to the fire. I think it's one of those things that in our industry, how many times do we see so much of these guys that battle back and forth about, oh, you crossbow hunt, man, I can't. You know what I mean? Or oh, you're only a gun hunter. No, we're all hunters. Period. That's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? We got to come, got to come together. Right. We got to find the the common ground, 
and and do the things like we're doing. I mean, you think of certain industries, they wouldn't dare have somebody that you're producing videos, we're producing videos, we're on the same platforms. You know, we wouldn't we wouldn't see certain companies. I'm sitting in the parking lot of one that probably wouldn't, you know, mix other oh, uh, no 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 we yeah. can't even mention yeah we're not even gonna I'm just, I'm just saying I'm just saying you can't see where we're at but nonetheless I, you know what I mean it's it's a mix of things that they they just don't cross pollinate if you will and I think as as hunters in our industry I mean we'll get off the subject now but but I think we definitely got to make sure that we push everybody in the right direction to be able to you know high fives and adult pops or whatever we got to do afterwards. And, for sure, man. And, and keep gotta, pushing it, you know. Protect the heritage. We do, we do. I mean, yeah. and obviously, speaking of heritage, I mean, you you got one of the guys on the team is is uh, right there from Native from American Central. He's yeah. native, yeah. So, yeah. Um, Mike, right? Yep, Mike. Yep. So, and, and it was interesting. I think I listened to the one uh, the one where you guys were on with Aaron, where you guys were talking okay. about all of the um, all of the differences. Yeah, I was like. I was blown away. I think I was, you know, Aaron was like speaking my thoughts, you know, like, I can't believe that you guys can, you know, he's like, oh, no, we can hunt this, that, and the other, and so early. And then I I had talked to a couple guys from out west, and they were telling me it's kind of the same thing, that if they don't go in and, you know, these the, the natives get like two months extra to be able to do, you know, what it, you know, we don't get to do till, you know, earliest is most of them September. Yeah, some so. cra- crazy rules for sure. Yeah, it is. And, and it separates it right from our normal rules, which is okay. You know, I'm good with that. So yeah. it goes back to our roots and our heritage and everything else. So, um, yeah, we'll, we'll spin right into that. So looking at like direction and things of those, those natures, what, I mean, we'll, we'll just, we'll say 2022, um, I want to hear some stories of, of your big kills. I seen one. Um, the one at the end of the year was good. That was a good one. Missouri buck. Yeah, yeah that Missouri kill was was a good one. Um, it's kind of a tough weekend for you there. That three yeah. days was tough. <laughs> Tell me a little yeah, bit about that one before we get into this year's stuff. Um, you're saying last year's Missouri stuff? Yeah, the the one the the most recent one there at the end of the season. I think you went down. You were running out of time there. Yeah. And, yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah, for sure. I went down, uh, what's funny is I, I lease a hundred acres out in Missouri. Okay. Um, it's just something, something I picked up online and, um, I've been leasing it. I guess it'd be, this would be my fourth season leasing out in Missouri and, uh, became buddies with, um, the neighbor who is a cattle farmer. They have all kinds of property, like two, 3000 acres. Okay. Um, so much so that I just, I stayed right at their house. Like he's my buddy now. We text all, all the time, 24 seven and we're just bros. So um, he's got some good, he's a big avid bow hunter. He puts okay. in food plots and got box blinds and that type of stuff. He's huge on, you know, managing deer, letting them get to five and a half. Um, so I'm buddies with him anyways. And every year I come down, he's like, we need to shoot some does. We need to shoot some does. And I'm like, we'll shoot does for sure. So I'm coming down just to shoot does. I have a buck tag. I already filled my first buck tag in Missouri, but I'm going back down. And uh, You I filled that one it. early in the season, right? Yeah, that was a pretty early kill yeah, in the first yep, one. Yeah, yep, on Halloween. Yep. Shot the first one Halloween. And, uh, so yeah, I'm coming down. I even said it on my vlogs. I'm going down to shoot does, you know, just planned on shooting does and we get down there and I feel like he already knew he was like, Hey, you know, one of the bucks you had encounters with has been showing up. Let's go see if he's in there. Right. I'm like, what do you mean, dude? You know? (laughs) So we get in there on all of his property and my property. We only know of two bucks. I mean, I'm probably 3000 acres that are five and a half. 
Wow. That we know that we know of, you know, sure. that we could see. A lot of it's non huntable, it's big cattle ground and stuff like that. But um so we go in there and we the first, one of the first bucks we see is this buck. I'm like, oh my gosh, no way. I almost shot that buck in twenty nineteen. I got sheds off him. He's not a high score, he's like a hundred and thirty inch plus buck, something like that, but just old. We know he's old, sure. we got sheds off him, tons of you know, history with him and stuff like that. So uh went in to kill him and a, another buck came out the other buck that's five and a half that we know of come out and i shot over his back i'm sure you saw the video on that so that was that chapped my ass a little bit i'm not gonna lie uh <laughs> but that's it that's happens to what, us all that's part of it right yeah dude you know everybody says you know all, all these hunting shows say we show our ups and downs but i don't agree a lot of people don't show shit no. like that yeah, how long can you go through watching something and, and not see a, a swing and a miss on, on something? I mean, yeah, we don't show that crap. We haven't. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't. Scott's it's got hard. a whole – we got a whole separate hard drive of Scott's that, you know, right? Yeah. Show. We don't want to show that stuff. <laughs> oh, man, that, usually, that's what makes it so sweet, though. That's why – usually ends up with me and Kyle just coming to fisticuffs, coming out of the tree. <laughs> you did that's, it. Uh, why didn't you tell me he was coming? Yeah, I pulled the shot because you didn't trim that tree branch. <laughs> oh, geez. yeah, the blame game comes. Did you get footage? No, I already <laughs> deleted it. Oh, jeez. Yeah. No, so, that's you show the you show the downs, man, and you know it really does suck. It sucks to show it, but but it's humbling. Actually, it's humbling. You that's gonna happen. It's real. No one enjoys it. I definitely don't enjoy it. It sucks. Right. But when you pull through, everyone's like, hell yeah, dude. Holy crap, you know? It really so, makes uh, for a good show. I mean, the footage, it, it, does. it all comes together, especially with that hunt. And, and those of y'all that are listening, if you haven't checked that one out, I think, uh, Tyler, you got that one up on YouTube, uh, yeah, yep. on your YouTube channel, and obviously any of the other avenues that you can find the rise on. Um, I know you guys are on Carbon with us, and there's a couple other oh, places yeah. that I've seen you guys too. So, um and we'll give you a chance later to tell where they can find you on all those those places and avenues. But that was that's one of the things that with that deer, that kind of goes into what you and I also talked about is patterning and kind of looking at things. And I think that that is something that, you know, Scott and I, we're looking at stuff right now and obviously going into our goals for this year as well, kind of in the same thing. We're trying to pattern you know, what's going to happen. We got one, two, three, we got three new leases that we are going in. Oh, blind. sweet. We're going in blind on, um, in one of them's in a new state for us, all three of us. Um, we've got one in Kentucky that we're kind of like, we don't know, you know, right. and you, it, don't, and you don't know until you get in there. No, you know, and that's kind of the deal is so the, the patterning thing, we're, we're trying to pattern as much as we can now. We get cameras running, but, you know, obviously it's, it's tough this time of season. But, you know, what is what is your, I guess, what is your system for patterning? Obviously, you've got a buddy in Missouri that's sending you feedback. We have Missouri property as well. Scott's got a big piece down there that he continually gets feeds from his guy there doing the same not, thing. Not good feeds. No, they're no. not good feeds. No. No. <laughs> no, he's like, yeah, we've seen uh, three does. Yeah, they're not good feeds. But he's getting them nonetheless. They're, they're Amish, so when I do get the phone call, <laughs> yeah, oh boy, it's not, yeah, deer related. Usually, it's usually. Um, what do we? Uh, do you want me to put that food plot in? No, <laughs> God, no! Please don't put nothing in there. I'll fix it when I get there. 
Yeah. So that happens. But they're getting better. They're, right. They've come a long ways. They get it for gun. We just lease for bow. But now they are running. I got you. They are running because we came right in there and right off the gate killed a 162. The following year killed three, two, two 145s. Come oh, wow. right back and killed another big deer, and they're not killing big deer. Yeah, they hadn't been. They, they, no, they hadn't. Like right. They hadn't even seen them really. Right, they had no Out no of idea. People hunting the whole freaking line that they were hunting, they might shoot one buck per year that would gross one forty or up, and we just come in there and consistently knock them down. And there's finally, he just said, "The learning, what they're learning are you to doing listen." That's different than what I've been doing. <laughs> I'm like, well, you gotta. Some strategy. Yeah, you mm-hmm. got to back it up a little bit because when you're well, that goes into that in. goes into what I'm saying is like, it's about pattern. I mean, so you know, being that we hunt other properties out of state, how do you, how do you go? I mean, obviously, trail cameras have been yeah a, a major savings for us with the, with the wireless stuff. But how do you go about patterning, or what are you looking for? Or what's your game plan when when you're thinking, okay, now we're going into this year's season? What you know? Do you have some bucks on a hit list? Do you do you even look at it that way, or or are you just going for looking at it? You know, I'm looking at a five and a half in Missouri, and if I get here, it's going to be something that's this range. Do you what, what's your what's your deal? Exactly what you just said, man. I mean, the name of your guys' show, top ten percent. That's you know, that's obviously off the. I don't even know what it's based off of, but is it top ten percent off QDMA? Is that what it is? So no QDMA. I mean, it's based off of targeting the top ten percent of the deer of the deer on your okay, property. Yeah, so if you have if you have a buck, you know, and maybe your property, maybe the top ten percent is a one twenty, maybe the top ten okay, percent right. is maybe it's a hundred inch buck. Whatever your property holds, whether it's 10 acres or 10,000 acres, the idea is to just target the top 10% of the top 10. Yep. Exactly. So that's been in it. (laughs) It's a lot easier to explain. Like we were, we do land management jobs and we were never advertising them, but we had clients. And then when we started advertising a little bit more and get new clients on, it's a lot easier to explain. I want you to target the top 10% of what your property has offered. Yeah, it sounds that makes cool. sense. It sounds it cool does. in the name, top 10%, the top 10%. Yeah. It has a ring to it. It feels good. We like it. But when you go to somebody and say, you know, I need you to shoot the four-year-old, they really they struggle have with never yeah. had been to the dance with even a three-year-old. So if you could get them to the dance. Well, i.e., like, think about think about Michigan, and Tyler, you know, obviously, think about Michigan. What What's the deer, you know, the average person has never killed a deer that's three and a half years old or older. Oh, older. yeah. You know what I mean? Not. They don't, or maybe you've not even seen one in the well, field. Well, they're going to call a two and a half year old a four and right. a half. Right, yeah, they think it's a four right. and a half as, as a two and a half. And, and so they just don't know how to justify what that is. So even explaining to them that it makes it a lot easier. And, and like I said, it, it varies. I mean, it could be a hundred inch or it could be 190 inch. It does, you know, and that's, that's exactly. the part that we just don't know. So, and I think that's where, where it's at. So, you know, I'll let you continue on that. So that's kind yeah, of the. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's essentially what I'm doing too. You know, just trying to target those, you know, whether it's upper age class or whatever it is, you know, behind my house or my 20 acre farm here in Michigan, I'm, I'm shooting for that three and a half year old buck. That's just kind of what we got. You know what I mean? So, right. uh, in, in Missouri where we have that much land and we can try to shoot for those five and a half year old deer, that's, that's, that's our goal the there. So, yeah. So it's just even behind my house would change from my farm because 
I've only, I've lived here. I, I bought the childhood house I grew up in and hunting back here. I've never seen a buck over 110 inches behind my house in my entire life. So, I mean, I personally would shoot an 80 inch deer behind my house, which right. is insane. But then I'll go to Missouri and I'll, you know, pass a 140 or something. You know what I mean? So it's just so situational depending on, you know, where you're hunting and that type of stuff. But as far as uh, tactics, like you were asking, um, I just had this conversation with my buddy the other day. We were talking about, I think it was Aaron. We were talking about how um, somebody said something along the lines of, would you rather be a land manager or like a, like a whitetail public land hunter or something along the lines of that? Mm Mm-hmm. I definitely fall into the land manager part. I think I would rather be the guy, unfortunately, with box blinds and big food plots. Yep. I just, I like doing it that way. I have a tractor. I like putting in food plots. I like, I like every bit about that. Like, I really enjoy working on the property. I enjoy putting in the food plots. I like hanging the stands. I like doing that whole side of it. You know the what I mean? Mini, the mini farmer within. That's kind of, yes. like, I mean, we, we like that too. That's, I mean, that's why we do what we do. But I'm like you, I, I like to kind of dabble in that public land thing every once in a while as yes, long as yeah. i know i'm going somewhere that i have yeah, some opportunity odds. yeah i mean i, I don't want to go you know i'm not going to go out to pennsylvania on the opening of their gun and sit on public land it just ain't gonna happen for sure man <laughs> you know I, what i mean because there's gonna be ten thousand other people doing the same thing you yeah. know but but yeah i mean that that's huge that's huge for what you guys have you know in looking at those two parcels that how close are they are you five ten miles apart from your 20? Yeah, like, yeah, 20 minute drive. So it's not far at all. Yeah. I mean, there's parcels that we have here that we probably could say this property holds a max of 120. And then we might have another property that, like, uh, it's a 140 property, you know, and right. it, which varies, you know. So it's funny. It's funny how, like, people just don't understand that. And that's kind of what right. we're getting at with the top 10%. Like you said, you, you brought it right to fruition it just makes it so much easier for people to look at it and go, okay, this is what we got to do um, and become that land manager and become that, yeah. that person that, you know, so there's nothing wrong with that other stewardship stuff. a little bit. Yeah, the, it know, is a stewardship for sure. Enjoy their cameras, enjoy their getting to know the, the, the family groups, the, the deer, getting to know actually even age, age a doe. I don't even. Yeah. They don't know how to, how to look at that. You can pick up on certain does and, She's going to pass that on. She passes that learning behavior on. Mm-hmm. If you pick up on her for three years in a row and you know one of her bucks are solid first year, by the time he's five, you're going to catch up to him. He's going to have the same patterns she did. Yep. Maybe in yeah. a different area, but she, he, she's, he's going to run just like his mama. You're letting out the good stuff, man. That's all right. Tyler knows, but That's everybody else might not. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is... Well, they'll shoot the dough anyhow. Right. Somebody, somebody they're, they're, gonna they're, she's going to blow. She's going to blow. She's got to go. Yeah. Somebody's going to say you need a buck the dough ratio. And right, they're going to shoot her anyway. Or yeah. the monarch dough got You know, there's a whole... Yeah, the hierarchy is going to go right in the dirt. Now you get me rolling on it. Yeah, we don't, oh, yeah. We don't want to dabble into that today. So with that, I mean, is so with the patterns on it, I mean, aside from picking and choosing, so does that go into, now we'll spin right into some goals. So does that yeah. go into where you depict what your goals are? Is that, do you go about that and say, okay, Michigan, well, I've got. What? Yeah, what a, like he's a creator though. Right. Yeah, so, that, I'm getting right, there because right, right, I'm spinning into the production site. Yeah. No, you're good. Because. Well, that's what I'm getting at is he's, he wants to tell the story. 
right? I mean, right. it's all about For telling sure. the story and being the creator and putting that digitally. And if you guys have watched anything that Tyler does and – I already knew when I asked Nick the question of who was doing your editing and who was producing for you guys. So, but I kind of, I, I dug a little bit there just to see if you watch the way that your stuff is, it does tell a story. You put some stuff together that is very, very good. And, and we've got, we've got a new editor that we're trying to train to do the same thing. And, um, he's doing a great job and, and, and our seasoned editor, um, you know, he does, he has a certain way that he does things and, and we're just trying to keep a broad spectrum on that. And yeah. before I dabble into the production side of it, you know, does does the patterning or the production obviously change how you go about setting your goals or what your season looks like? And when do you start planning? Yeah, for sure, man. Right now, I mean, we're planning as soon as season ends, obviously, just like you guys. But uh, it's you're always searching for a story. You know, being a content creator, you're trying to think, OK, I had an encounter with this deer what's he going to be? Or, Oh, I remember that buck. Here's a picture of him. You're constantly having like all these timelines just laid out in front of you. And yep. you're like, all right, those two flopped. Those deer are dead. Right. What about these ones? What about this one? You just have all these timelines. This could be a story, you know, public land could be a story. I'm going to Kansas this year. You know that I went out there and scouted it. I got all that stuff, filmed all the stuff sitting in a folder. It's not going to get touched. And if I don't kill in Kansas or if I have a horrible trip in Kansas, nobody might never see it. You know, right. it's just one of those things you're, you're building all these potential timelines for something to unfold, for something to happen. You're, you're essentially searching for that next story. What's the story, you know? Sure. So you're going to pursue every single one of these, but what might unfold, it's, it's hard to say. So, um, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that that's, you hit on a, a nail on the head there. And I mean, I think people like to see our failure too, just as much. So going back yeah. to, like you said, with the swing and a miss, I think that even if you go to Kansas, I've already watched some of your Kansas stuff where you guys went out there and shed hunting and whatnot. But I think if you if you go to Kansas and it's unsuccessful, you still have the footage to be able to build something okay. and go, hey, this is what happened. This is what we've seen. And unfortunately, you if you run out of footage in another show, you can plug that in and say, okay, here's the deal. Or you get a chance to go back out there. You know, you've still got that stuff. And that's what we kind of keep trying show to see. What people do to that. If they're in. Fast yeah. forward. Right. I know they do. I know they do, I'm but being an asshole. Sorry. I know you are, but but that's the thing, though. They want to see that to some degree, but there's a time oh, thing yeah. where you know, and we can get into that in the production stuff too. I keep saying that because I know what what you guys are doing too is when we start time stamping that stuff and looking at how how we if it's a kill, you know, or a harvest footage, we can stretch that out to 20, 25 minutes, right? Oh yeah. But if it's not, if it's a fail, unless it's a bunch of fails. Right. <laughs> they're going to, they're going to spin right out and go to the next video. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. we need to, you know, you got to put that in eight to 10 minutes and it's got to. I like what he said. It's just pound, pound that folder, building that portfolio. Right. I like that too. I mean, but there's, yeah. there's always things and, and let's be, let's be honest from a production standpoint, Tyler, you could, you could vouch for us on this one. A lot of people don't know that half of the footage out there isn't even generated at the place that they're, they're putting it out of anyway. You know what it's I mean? unfortunate, but yeah. yeah, you know what I mean? There's, you can see changes or you look at things, somebody that does what you do and what we do, they, you can see that stuff out there and go, wait a minute, that, look at the terrain. Yeah. That's not, there ain't no way that's there, you know, yes, and for sure. it, you know, it's hard to say, or, or you know, and, and say that, you know, it, it doesn't happen. I've already shot with different clothes on. I forgot which clothes I had on, made the fair choice. And <laughs> right. We were Get really sad. Oh, we're, shit. We're, we're lucky we got the kill on camera and. Right. 
said, all right, let's just recreate it. And I was like, oh, damn, I don't remember what I had on. Was it this outfit or that outfit? Right. Yep. I mean, uh, it's it's all growing. And what, you know, listening to what guys like you do, Derek, is helping us grow. We're getting these stories and... Yeah, I mean, I I like where it's coming from, and, and there's a there's a common denominator, and that's kind of why I lean towards you as well, is because, especially coming off of what we had with Derek and what you know, there's everybody has a camera as we know now, and oh yeah, you know, it's it's they're trying to film everything, or they got what we're on right now, or they've got a cell phone and they're trying to film and do those things, and you know, right. trying to produce something different, and you know, it's challenging for it's us. It's hard. It's 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 hard to you know look different when everybody's kind of doing the same stuff for sure. Yeah, I mean, whether it's just a photo or whether it's just an angle or multi angles or, you know, we could talk a hundred different things with that. And I don't know if you've checked out anything. Um, you know, Derek stuff is. You know, I don't know if you listened to that one or not, but uh, that's a good listen if you, if you haven't checked into that one for you and everybody else. Um, okay. We had Derek on for Magnus. Um, he also with new day outdoors he does his own deal there um on a production side and some of the stuff that he's doing is is very originated to what you know you guys are doing and what we're trying to do and what he's doing and when he's trying to add something else and going hey you know this looks good but how can i make it look that much better or right you know and it's and it's it's the simple simple stuff keep it simple stupid you know what i mean it really is but but it gets us a lot further, and you know it puts out the content that you guys are putting out, which, like I said, is is great content. And I, I'm you know appreciate that. I'm I'm a fan. I am. I mean, I hate to say Thanks, that man. you know good, from that that's standpoint, great. but good, it's good quality, everything so. that's coming out is quality, and it's hard to see that in today's day and age. I mean, like we said, there's everybody's got a camera. And yeah, what's crazy is you're going to see a big switch happen. It's kind of already happening right now, but it's it's becoming less and less about the size of the deer or whatever it is, and more about the story and. And it's honestly going less about the camera quality because yeah. everyone was trying to go Heartland Bow Hunter cinematic 4K slow mo. Like it's it's almost not about that anymore. No. Now it's more film it on your iPhone. I don't care. Tell a good story. Have right. something cool. Have something unique. So it's it's jumping all over the place right now. Like trends and what's cool. I guess. But that's kind of what we've been we've been doing too. I mean, we've been trying to to we've been really pounding the story thing. We want the story. We want. You know, obviously, the the days of watching the old uh, real tree videos and you know just getting oh, making sure I grew up watching. Well, yeah, I did too. Oh yeah, you know, Same. I mean, and it's one of those things where everybody wants to see the kill shot, but I don't want to just see that. You know, unless it's right. in, in unless it's in one of those, you know, forty five seconds like the season follow ups where where you're just blowing everything that you have in, right in in one season from all you guys that were out there, you know harvest yeah. deer you know that's different i like watching that stuff because everybody likes yeah. to see the kill shot or they want to see it slow and they want to see it fast and they want to see it all different angles but right. they also want to know the story what are they right watching? exactly uh, wait <laughs> stop <laughs> stop what kind of video Dig, production are you talking right, about right yeah it's a different different you know different angles no sorry i'm i'm guilty of that too man jumping on being like oh my buddy killed a buck or whoever mm-hmm. and i see a 37 minute video and i'm like uh, I, I love this guy, but do I want to watch 37 minutes of it? You know, so it's like, I obviously I'll give it a chance, but I'm guilty of it. I think everybody's guilty of it. They're like, all right, where's the kill shot? Where's the meat and taters here? I got to see yep. something. So, well, or um, you want to see, you want to pick out the story fragments out of it and I, go, why right. couldn't you take this this 37 minutes and make it? And that's just us. You couldn't make. Why couldn't you make it that 20 to 25 minutes and sure. and then crush it with what well, you we, had? We, 
You could do it in 12 minutes. Is right. What, no, what, I get it. Is what yeah. I think you, with the whitetail industry, the way it's becoming, this is just my opinion, we've been doing this for a while, but we're not stellar on quality or even because we, we're just basically a small group growing. Well, we started the same way you guys right. did. No camera. Yeah, that's no, okay, though. No camera training, no nothing. And then we got into, like, I'll be real honest with with shitty people that just wanted us to spend a lot of money to give us pretty shitty advice. So, but what we have learned, and this is what my goals are: being fifty years old, still a bow hunter. I want to shoot five bucks over top ten percent, top three percent. Wait, no, wait. What was that? He said it. He, you told you told what? Nick what you were going to do. You said five fifty, but I mean, if I won five over one fifty, hey, I'm going to tell everybody right now. If I shoot once one forty three, I am going to buy a special tape, and it's going to be one fifty by the time I'm done because I know the deer is going to be five or four. All right? <laughs> but the thing that that's, I want to do some high goals. What it I, it what, is right. What I, what I want to do in the middle of it though is get some good production. Right. I have yeah. been filming some of the setups. Um, we even went in and just put I put a TikTok video up of literally a tornado scene that we put together. You oh, were, yeah, the timelapse, yeah. Almost killed your camera. Um, Going to shoot a buck out of that stand. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I might not. Yeah, but. But somebody's shooting a 150-inch buck out of that stand. Yeah. Because yeah. I, I did it. And I, I have that confidence, well, and but I want that to tell a story that's what we're where trying I don't to get have to, to be cocky yeah. and say I did this. I'd like some of it to come through the camera. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying with what Tyler's doing is like you're putting out the stuff of he's doing the same thing. He's putting out the stuff of the food plots. He's he you know the things and the, the plannings and the, you know going in and the shed hunting stuff and and the knowledge and the patterning and that's why I thought okay the patterning in the goal episode to spin right here where we want to oh, be absolutely. this is perfect. Yeah, it's it's when, oh, you, yeah. when you put the boots on the ground, especially when you're younger. Now, like with Missouri now. I just needed that. I needed that year, right? Prior and whatever gets thrown to me, I'm gonna. I'm. I. I will make a move for the rut. Right. Right. For the rut. For the rut. For the rut. And that's the way I've always hunted. And it's hard to portray that through a camera because if I see it, and I know what it, when when a big one's there, it's like last year we made a move. I told Kyle we got to move the stand. Yep. Right here. Right here. Yep. There's no tree. You got to get in this tree. Got to figure it out. If I got to go up there to hang the stand and do this and do that. Got to hunt here. Right. Eat a hunter there. He kills 170 inch typical on film. Mm-hmm. He's 30 yards off to his left. Films it going through the belly. We haven't released that footage yet, Tyler. It, it just. Oh it's, really? No, we haven't. Literally, we got like diff- five in the bank that we haven't released yet. It's just. <laughs> oh, but, nice. But here's man. the problem. It's hard to tell that story right. of such a quick move because we're literally going out there with no production. Just literally me, him. Yeah, two two man teams, and, or you know, filming solo, which you guys are well, doing always, the same thing for the most part. Yeah, yeah but yeah, but we, we but we, without we, nothing, we just we didn't have we anything before. Like, like when we went to Ohio, mm-hmm. we got the story in Ohio. Mm-hmm. We had the deer. I filmed it twice. We um definitely have to go in and know the angles and everything else. We knew the deer was hunted. As soon as I saw the set, mm-hmm. we yanked it down. Right. Set's got to go, and we're waiting until muzzleloader season so we could get off the backside of the mountain. Yep. Where this deer, we knew how this deer worked. 
three days? Eighty other people hunted that deer. Yeah, but three took three days three when days, you went back. We waited three days with COVID. We went in and shot that deer. Three days. Kyle had COVID. <laughs> got up from oh, like ne- yeah, he was like near death. Just like oh yeah, Scott's like up, Ooh, up this is my opportunity. I can get in the tree and I'm gonna get him. And he's like, kind of oh, like, my gosh. Uh, can I get a orange juice and orange a banana? Juice, a banana. Let's roll. And let's roll. <laughs> Scott's like what? No. no. Yeah, so I that footage we don't we haven't dropped that footage yet either. So. So I think we, we, but I want to do five good hunts myself, but I want to have at least three of them be in good production so that, like, I really could, you know, kind of like where I went down to Missouri this year. It happened. That was an audible, what I did in Missouri. Oh, yeah, with the turkey? Turkey. Yeah, that was. Straight up audible, not a gobble in three miles. I was like, all right, I know where turkeys go. When yep. the sun comes up, when it gets this certain temperature, they're going to go to this highest point of the mountain right. where it's the warmest. Went there, fell asleep, yeah, woke up, killed bird. Yep. You yeah, it's hard to film that. It's you know, hard. No, you can't. You can't necessarily tell that story. But like, you did. You did spin where I want to go though. Telling that story with those those five kills. If if you after the year that Kyle had this year and what we have on bank for that, that'll be great. But those five on top of that, that'll be a stellar year. We won't talk about mine. I said three over one fifty. So I mean, I got. Jeez. I you got slammed them. <laughs> I, yeah, I mean, I, I'm just I. I I learned, and this is where I'm going to go with the goals, and I want you to break down. I know where you're going because I read them already. But, like, I I set myself into a different standard years ago of, and it hasn't been that long where I really started dialing them down and going, okay, this is what's going to happen. I'm going to hunt in this state, this state, and this state, and I'm going to shoot a minimum of 135 inches here. I'm going to shoot a minimum of 140 here. Um, when I get back home, I'm going to shoot something. I'm going to get an opportunity or I'm going to have to tag soup. It doesn't make a difference. Um, and then I'm going to go here and do this, that, and the other. So myself, we'll go back to that in a minute. I'll let you tell. You're the, you're the starter. <laughs> well, well, I'll talk about where I'm going, where I'm going and where he's going. He's sitting there going, I thought this podcast was. Well, I know. He's like, you guys yeah, just keep talking. He's like, me heads just keep talking. Right. He's like, can, can you just shut up? all day long. <laughs> so I know you mentioned you're going early to Nebraska. Right, uh, Kansas, North, North Dakota. Okay, North Dakota. North Dakota. Okay. Yep. yep. I'll be in uh, North Dakota for the opener, which is it's normally the last August or last Friday in August or whatever it is. Sometimes it falls on the first. Sometimes it's you know whatever. Uh, I'll be out there for the opener for that, and then. Have you ever hunted there before? Yeah, I went out there last year, and I got damn close at killing a pretty good one in velvet, big ten pointer. He's, I mean, I say big, he's probably 130 inch, but in velvet they look like they're 150. That's a, that's so a, that's a 150. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, way that's all, day, all day 150. You see how this is going? Yeah, I, <laughs> I got, I got damn close last year, so I kind of got some redemption. I want to go back and kill one in North Dakota, and then um, so Nick and I are driving to North Dakota together. He's got a Wyoming tag. He's driving from North Dakota to Wyoming, so I'm going to fly back to Michigan. Oh, wow. And then my girlfriend and I are going to be driving right back out to Missouri for the opener September 15th. She killed a good buck, or her first buck last year um, on the opener, so that was pretty cool. Awesome. And and then uh, after that, back to Michigan. Our season opens October 1st. Yep. Uh, going to kill one of these two bucks. I got sheds off Michigan bucks for the first time in my life. It's oh, wow. Sweet. Some good ones. Yeah. Yeah, this is a 10-pointer. He had split brows and a flyer on the other side, and that's just a big 125, 130-inch eight-point. Is that from your uh, nearby? Off of, off of 20 acres, dude. Yeah, that's that's good. Yeah, I, and they, they we'll, made it through. So we'll, uh, I'll spin on something there. You know, I am not scared of a small parcel. 
I am not. No, me I will, I I will like hunt three acres if I could. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. just because of, and that kind of goes into Nick's story. Look at his, look at his deal. But you know, that would, that was a good, that was a good deal on that, but that's just adjoining properties so and transitions and stuff. So I got to go back. What? North Dakota, is that public? Uh, it's so what it is, is I don't know if you know anything about North Dakota, but if it's not posted, you can hunt it even uh-huh. though it's private. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we have a lot of like non-posted land that we hunt. So it's essentially public and it butts up to a lot of like refuge public land that we hunt out there. Okay. Right. I went so. to Nebraska one year and not far from North Dakota and it was kind of the same way. Yep. But it was a little bit more stingy in Nebraska about their public land. They really had it marked. I got to make yep. a phone call. We need to get out there. I, I need to see if we can't get man, back out that way. Out I'd like to get back that way too. Yeah. North Dakota's a blast, man. I went out there six, seven years ago. Um, with a buddy of mine, and he shot a hundred and I think it was a hundred and forty-five inch buck. We shot it from the ground, ground blind, not a tree for two miles. Oh wow! And like the, on the fourth day, shot it in full velvet, and I filmed it, and it was freaking awesome, That's dude. Awesome. Out, of a, out of a ground blind, it was like we flipped the blind over. We were so excited; it was cool. So <laughs> um, stuff gets wild so, after that. Yeah, it does, dude. The cameras just go nuts as yeah. soon as shit, shit hits the fan. So that's cool. Who cares uh, about the story at that point? It's told by the the reactions and the actions yeah. of everybody around. So everyone's got to be serious until that thing's dead, and then we right. can. <laughs> then here we go. We yeah. So I got to back up here. Uh-huh. Where you're on goal? Where were, where were we at on your goals here? Because. Sorry, I'm, I'm like a bird, and I'll get us in like eight different tangent stories. I'm good at that, so I'm trying to You're help. Good. And Dan ain't got an opportunity to slap me from usually if we're in the studio. Dan will give me a look like, dude, you're, you're going off the map. For sure, man. I would say in North Dakota, um, if I can get one in velvet, honestly, dude, I'll hundred. I mean, three and a half to four and a half, hundred twenty-five, one thirty. I don't care, honestly. I'm I'm from Michigan. You guys right. heard what so I'll see. One of your goals is a velvet buck. A velvet buck would be sweet. That's going to probably be a bonus. Like he could sure. be a little smaller and be in velvet, and that'd probably just be enough to trip my trigger. So yeah. that's what's good about our Kentucky. We got yeah, that's two that's guys, our Kentucky two deal. Guys, him and Kyle, we are open yeah. to let loose on. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's going to kind of we'll kind of forty five. We'll mesh everything. Yeah, yeah, the one twenty, and then we'll all call Scott for his tape measure. Yeah. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm the type of guy, whether I shoot a 100-inch deer or a 150-inch deer, I'm going to lose my mind the exact same way. So it's like I'm all for killing big deer, but I'm from Michigan, so I'll always go crazy. Yeah, I, 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 can. I get we got, pretty jacked, too. Wait a second. I got back this up. <laughs> you just pulled out big sheds, right? Yep. Let's just let's see if we get something quick. You're running with top 10 a little bit, right? right? We had Nick on here. <laughs> Nick's been to some rep parties, Batman. Around. All right. Yep. Michigan has big deer. Uh-huh. All they right. do. We do. When I bank on my sets, I'm banking on killing two deer in Michigan. I'm banking on filling both tags on giants. Yeah. Okay. And that's, and, good. that's and, a good and, way to and look we, at it. And we we do it. And my clients are doing it. And you doing it. Nick's doing it. So yep. we got to keep Michigan. We keep it a little quiet and call everybody and tell everybody to shoot does because they need to shoot does. <laughs> <laughs> and let them do what they do and shoot the little bucks when they go across the neighbor's line. But Michigan mm-hmm. produces literally. Yeah, we're sitting right now in an area right now. Oh yeah, within three miles either direction. I'm telling you, there's 160 inch bucks, and I know of them. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. I would, I would um, put some money on. It. <laughs> so, I don't know so I where I'm know. at in Michigan, I'm in Genesee County, which. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm not saying it's a good or a bad county, but that yep. 20 acres that I hunt—that's our family farm. It took me 11 years to shoot a 130-inch buck off of that farm. Well, so there's 
that's your ultimate that's the goals though i mean that that says you know that puts it wide open and going okay this is this is what i want to do now you've got to that point where you said okay i wanted to kill 130 maybe it was maybe your goal was like i want to shoot a 120 or 125 and then you sneak on the 130 and now it's like now you got those two sheds in your hand it's coming yeah big buck every day of the week any i got some good ones that made it through this year so that's exciting 130 inch deer here's the big secret they're big. Yeah. They are big. <laughs> yeah. Big. People don't realize it. Yeah. They don't. Big deer. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. Most of these people we're talking about that around, you know, they talk about, you hear these guys that say, oh, I killed a 125-inch deer. No, you killed 100-inch deer. And when you kill 130, you're not really going to know what to do with yourself because you're going right. to think it's a 160. You know, and they don't see that stuff, especially if they come from here. And there's a couple other states that are the same way. You know, I mean, I know I know there's some guys and stuff that I've talked to at shows or whatever from Pennsylvania and some other places that they, their target is just a little bit different than what it is, you know, for us. But I think, yeah. I think that's why guys like yourself and us, we appreciate these out-of-state trips so much more to go and sit in a state. And I hate to say that, but we sit in a state and we see deer and we can – we can set goals right? Exactly to, to target bigger deer and then are comfortable coming home and looking at smaller deer, but still wanting to kill bigger deer that, you know, yeah. and I think that's, there's a mindset of that that, and I think that's what Scott's getting at is it's tough for us as Michigan boys born and raised here to not want to go. It's an eight point and he's 115 inches. It's time. Because yep. you know, I well, get jacked is, regardless, and that's okay. This that's is okay. our this is our bread and butter. This right. state is our bread and butter. It really is. We've literally been in the meat and potatoes of Ohio. Going why are we here? And my son's just looking at me, going, "Dude, let's just go. Look at what's showing up. Trail cameras going off. Boop, right. Boop, 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 boop. Let's go. Let's yeah. go. Let's get out of here. And yeah. you know, and and trying to stick to a schedule, knowing that. Yeah, what that the, ticking time bomb of gun season is when yeah, it really yeah. changes. Do oh, you it's see like a light switch? Yeah, do uh-huh. you see a major issue with that on your Missouri area? Is that a problem Mi- for you guys Mi- in Missouri? Missouri? Oh yeah, for sure. I thought Missouri was going to be like, I mean, it made Michigan look bad. I heard my first gun season in Missouri in 2019 or what? I must have been 2019. I heard a hundred gunshots opening day. Wow. And, and I was scared walking back to my truck. Like that so takes many me of back them were to close. Like, yeah, that takes me like, back Whoa. to like the eighties here, mm-hmm. dude. It was. I don't know if I'm just in a bad gun area and I had no idea. Like right. the bow hunting pressure wasn't horrible. I'm like, wow, it's pretty good. Let's try to yeah. Try see to no on. trucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, dude. It was nuts. Drove through a couple of the local towns there, and it was just packed. Everybody's in orange. I was like, oh shit, orange army's here. Right. So yeah, Missouri's pretty crazy for like the rifle too. season. Yeah, Iowa yeah. can be the same way. I, Illinois can be the same way. I know that, you know what I mean? Like, I've I seen all all season in Illinois, I've seen two guys bow hunting, and one of them was with me. Oh, jeez. <laughs> you know, and, and he just showed up the same time on the other end of the farm. But other than that, I didn't see anybody. And then um, I had neighbor property and everything. The deer were running like mad through my property all in because nobody gun hunts that, that one parcel. And they were just, you could see the deer. I'm like, man, how much pressure is really here? Of course, you know, obviously as a non-resident in Illinois, I didn't have a, you know, I, you know, I was already tagged out there anyway. So right. that, that didn't matter. But, but it's crazy to see some of that 
that transition in, in the, the ticking time bomb of the gun season, like Scott said. So, oh, yeah. So, and what's I, uh, your. We did, I did it again. What'd you do? He got. I know, he got one two, goal out. He got two goals out. No, he got <laughs> one, <laughs> basically. One? How he got out? <laughs> one, and then he started uh, on Michigan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got North Dakota out, but. I'm going to shut up. Is... Hey, it's yeah. your show. I will zip. <laughs> Oh, no, he won't. Up. No, he so, won't. I'm no. out for a minute. No. I gotta hear his goals. All right, I'm ready. So North Dakota's good, first. Then you're back to Missouri, right? Back to Missouri. Yep. So okay. like I was telling you, my girlfriend killed her first buck last year in Missouri on the opener. Okay. Uh, we're, we're gonna try to do a repeat of what happened last year. Went okay. in right after a rainstorm. She killed. So it's like she got her first buck. It was 97 inches or something. It was her first buck she's ever killed. First deer she's ever killed, and she shot it with a bow. And you got it on we film. Got it on film. Sat through a rainstorm, dude, and it was still thundering. Came out. She shot him. Smoked him. It was a badass hunt. We got all that on video too. Did you? Did you guys put that up already? I don't know if I seen yeah, that one or not. Okay. That is uh, segment one, one of last okay. year. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'll have to go that, back dude. and watch that it was, through. It was cool. That's one of my favorite hunts we probably ever had together. It was awesome. You touched on a, another secret right there that I, I want to talk about for a, a second. After a rainstorm, yeah. So we're going back uh, <laughs> this year. For the opener and i'm gonna have my bow but she's gonna be i'm gonna try to get her something bigger than that like that's kind of my goal for right for the, well, for the opener but well that sets an expectation for her i mean that's a goal for you obviously putting her on something bigger and, and knowing what you guys have there and the potential that's a good thing so what about yeah. yourself uh there's a couple four-year-olds that we know of that were on the no shoot list that to my knowledge are alive made it one, okay. We had one buck that was like ancient, like six and a half or older that we didn't think he was alive since rifle season. We didn't see him. We right. found his sheds uh, this spring. Oh, wow. Double double drop times. What about inch buck? Wow. What about yeah. the um, what about the one that you had an encounter with at the end of both season there where you when you yeah. got your other one? Did that one make it through or? To, to my knowledge, yeah, because yeah. we were right there on the last, you know, 10 days of season there. So. Um, he, he's definitely an option and a couple other four and a half year olds that made it through and that crazy one with the drop tines. So, um, I've shot a handful of, you know, like one thirties now, and, that, mm -hmm. and that's obviously a no brainer. And yep. I've shot, shot five and a half year olds, but I haven't shot those really high scoring bucks. I'm just, I haven't, you know, I've shot mature deer. I've shot good deer. Uh, so in Missouri for me this year, my goal is obviously the age. It's always the age. But sure. I, I want to shoot like 140 or better in Missouri. That's kind of me. That's where I'm at for this year. That's that's a good goal. I, I think that that's kind of what, you know, and, and that goes like what we were saying is like trying to set that expectations for yourself. And I think if I don't do that and I don't put it on paper like you did, obviously if you guys haven't seen it, I mean, you know, you don't follow him on, on Instagram, do that, follow him on YouTube, all that good stuff. And like I said, I'll give him an opportunity and, We'll plug ourselves, obviously, follow us too. But um, I think putting it on paper, I write it in the notes section of my phone, and I keep it in there, and I look yeah. at it. I mean, I'll flip through there and go, okay, this is what my opportunity is. This is where I need to be and what I'm going to do. And it's helped me so much more to not make that hasty decision and go, oh, it's the 15th of October, and we're not in the October lull, but right. Yeah. I'm going to shoot this 125. It ain't going to happen. So, I mean, right. it makes it, it makes us accountable. Um, and, and it does something different for guys like yourself and, and, and us to make us look at things and go, there's a better opportunity. We just, most of the time are too impatient. You know, the That's hunter right. within is way impatient. And unfortunately, you know, or fortunately we're not like, 
you know, our, the Native Americans back in the day, and we had to fend for, I mean, maybe we will here soon with the government and $75 <laughs> gas, but that's a whole different conversation. <laughs> but, but, you know what I mean? We didn't have to fend for the food. We didn't have, young bucks then. Right, yeah, we were shooting all, all in him. Yeah, any, if the spots are gone, it's, it's down. So, down. yeah, so, I mean, I think, it, go back to the brown, it's down Michigan days. But I yeah, think that okay. says a lot of, you know, we, we are impatient as hunters where we could be a lot more patient than, than what we, you know, what we're leading on to. So hundred percent, man. I think another thing to go along with that is like, once you do that, like, like I said, we kill, I filled both my Missouri tags last year. My girlfriend filled hers. So going back to Missouri with those same goals doesn't yep. make any sense. Right. I, I need to do something different, you know? So it's like, okay, raise the standards there, add another state, you know, try to just constantly like, Challenge. What's that next? What's that next step? What's the next hardest thing I can do? Because if you just go back and just keep doing the same thing every year, well, that's no fun. Well, know? it gets monotonous, and then I think that's why you see these guys in our industry that get burnt out or go back to what you said in the beginning. A lot of the people that have passed through our organizations, um, you know, whether it be the Rise or Top Ten or, or anybody out there, they get they get you know just just weak on the same monotony you know what i mean well, yeah well, all these guys want to go to ohio every year and they want to go this there's there's other places that have good deer there's other places that could be a challenge or you know give yourself a you know a different expectation like you said or something else to to well, light sometimes fire. they come in too hot and give themselves right. too too high expectations yeah you get those guys that are like i'm killing a 175 in ohio this year and i've never been to ohio and i'm gonna hunt public land and i don't know what i'm doing Right. <laughs> it's not going to happen, dude. I mean, you could yeah. still go there and <clears throat> potentially kill a 140. But I mean, I that's good to have goals like that, but what you know, what, have realistic goals. And that and I think right. that goes back to the top 10% thing is if your property is not going to produce a 200-inch deer, you're not going to kill one. Right. You're not. Exactly. It's period. Yeah, and, and, and you can always you can always come back and kill a bigger deer. Like that's sure. I know that's bad and maybe that's not as my Michigan mentality, but if I go to Kansas or go to North Dakota and kill a 125 or 130, mm-hmm. that's just a stepping stone. Now I've killed a buck in that state that I've never killed. Yep. And I'll go back the next year and I'll raise my standards and I'll work my way up that ladder. And one day I'll be holding out for a really big deer. But right. um, just acknowledging where you're at on that ladder, you know what I mean? Yeah, I think that's there's a lot with that. And that's kind of, you know, our thing too is, is you look at it and you go, okay, this is – you set your standards, you know, to a level of just understanding – your personal abilities or your yes. property's abilities. And, and right. then obviously we throw something else into that wrench that, you know, the average, you know, person that's out there that's listening probably isn't doing, but we had cameras and craziness and 500 pounds of gear. And, you know, now we're going to do different oh, things yeah. and we're going to put two people in a tree or, you know, one person in a tree with a bunch of camera equipment. We all know how that goes. You know, right. everybody out there in, in listener land, they may not understand what else that adds to that, you know, yes. and, and, you know, the weather, they can sit through the rain or they can sit through, you know, crazy storms. You're popular as hell tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> so why is Kyle calling? He knows what we're doing. <laughs> Probably got to pick them off. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's, um, you got on a tangent this time. I did. I did, but it was still within, it was That's in good the, info. It was, it was still was within the mean. same thing, yeah. I mean, <laughs> right. I do the he's same at thing. A at velvet time. buck, his girlfriend. Yeah, and then him over one forty. And a one forty for him. So that's 
three. Oh, one. no. I mean, you're done. Nope. Three's in. See, he's, three, we lost him already. It, it's a good combo. It's, it's getting your brain going. We go back and forth. I, yeah. I get it. So, <laughs> all right. So now... <laughs> So we're, I told you I ate a cannoli. I gave myself a, a bitch bass with my, with my crocodile. I mean, we sat out at the um, baseball game and got hot and sweaty, and we were itching. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord! So, so now we wait a minute. Explain to me, Missouri. You guys, I'm not. I don't hunt Missouri. So you explain to me, Missouri. You get two tags, right? Yep, two tags. Yeah, one before gun season, and then one after. after. Okay, yep. so now you'll be have a possibility to come back. So hopefully, um, the lady and yourself are tagged out in Missouri. Now what's next? Home? You back home? Uh, home. Yep. So I'm gonna okay. try to kill one of those two bucks that I got sheds off of. Cur. Um, that's great, like great. that really isn't an age thing or a size thing. That's like two. I don't normally do this, but I'm hunting two specific deer. I want to kill one of those deer. I got history with them. I got sheds off them, and now that now it's starting to be sentimental, you know. You got so a story. Like, you got. A I got story. a story, so I'm going to sink my teeth into that story for here. Well, that puts um, you right into the. Uh, you're now you're into the one percent or the three percent. No shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> that's that's, like. that's kind of what you know. That's kind of why you know spinning into these things. You know, it, it really makes you think and makes you go, okay. How do these guys really do that and target? You know, when you have the history and you got the story. It, there's something more to that when you can actually get in there and harvest that deer and come yeah. out of there with that set of horns and, and all of that meat and go, look, this is what it took. There's, it all comes to fruition. And, and that, it, that in itself, I mean, we, there's all different aspects of why we do what we do, but that right there really, really ices the cake mm-hmm. for guys oh, like yeah. us, Big time. you know? So you got two tags in Michigan. So that's your target too. So what do you, what do you think? What do you think that those, those two you got will score? Um, I think that eight pointer is going to be, dude, he's huge. I mean, he's going to be upper one thirties as an eight in Michigan right now uh, on the drop. drop, So you think he's going to be there right now? I think he's probably in the twenties maybe as an eight. Yeah. Maybe somewhere somewhere in there. What know? could happen? Those brows could blow up this year and he could really they add could. some he could add some numbers there if that happens. So, so what's cool is I passed that buck the previous year as a seven pointer, as a two year old. Okay. So I got the sheds off him at three, so he's jumping to four this year. So three to four is normally a good jump. Yep. You know what I mean? Yep. Four to five sometimes, but I don't see the huge jump four to five. Four to five's I don't know. It's hard to say. You know I, what I mean? think I think Scott backed me on this one. I think the biggest that I've seen in any, and now granted I haven't had exposure in places like Iowa or even even some of Southern Ohio, but not much. You know, I think the biggest jump is that five to six range. I think, think so? okay. that five to six year range. What do you think, Scott? You think from five to six is the but, most? Well, they go the three and a half. There's a big jump get, there, right? Three and a half. Yeah. They get a big explosive jump. Yep. Yep. And then at four, they may gain 10, 20 inches. 12, 12 inches, but it's usually yep. in mass. Yeah. And then yep. and then from five to six, you could really see that next giant explosion. And then obviously from six to seven, you might take a mainframe. Now he's tossing junk all over. Yeah. Yeah, he's getting the garbage and the trash, all yep. the bases and all the yep. kickers and flyers and stuff, which is the stuff sure. that makes it makes it great you know i mean makes them cool yeah it's yeah. just like that deer we got on camera now or his camera it it's just a smaller frame deer but he's already framed down and he's got big kickers yeah he's not 
It's a good deer. Yeah. One of, us is, one of us is putting that deer down. And Scott says 168 and 7 eighths within three inches right now is what he says. That's a prediction in oh, wow. the before Memorial Day weekend prediction. <laughs> but I'm going to, I'm, I'm with him. I think it's well over. He's well over 150 inches right now. Nice. Well, he's not right now. But no, he, but I'm saying he's, he's gonna be. To go. Yeah, he's gonna be. It's a, in big, that. it's a big deer. It's, it's a big deer. It's a big deer. That's it's cool. big in the neck, big in the chest, big everything. He's a mature deer, probably five, pushing on a six-year-old rack. Do you run? Do you run cameras all year round? Yeah, Tyler. Everywhere. Uh, no, not not year round. Uh, do you put them I'll out in July? On. I run, yeah, out in July, and I'll run them all the way through shed season. I move them a lot, you know what I mean? But uh, shed season's more or less just keep trespassers out and have it all on food sources because I've got sheds yanked from me, big sheds, <laughs> so it sucks. Yeah, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, I don't, I don't appreciate that at all. You know, we had a had an issue with that in another property out of state as well this year that um, I'm not leasing that property anymore just because of that and knowing – it's kind of a, a kick in the uh, in the the lower region, just knowing what I seen there last year. But it's how do you, yeah? Would you like yeah? We, this is how our I go turkey hunting. I go all the way to Missouri, make the big loop. I got Amish farm. They ain't gonna listen because well, if they're listening, they get they get they're not supposed to be listening. But. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what you were talking about. I didn't they, think about they, got the, they got one side of the road, and I have 380-acre lease on the other side of the road. That's archery, turkey. They just get one week during gun. That's it, one week on the other side. I do my turkey hunt, and I end up popping out right in front of the Amish house. Which was great because I got it's a long story, but you know, I, I need a many chunk yeah. stuck. So I need the horsepower. Literally. <laughs> the literally horsepower to help me get out. <laughs> and um Junior's up there and Junior's you know, he's all excited and he's like, You got a turkey? I said, I got a turkey and he's like, Oh, that's awesome. Wanna see all my sheds? Yeah, we'll see his sheds. He's got a big pile of sheds, like twenty seven sheds. And he's like, yeah, we found, I don't know, 22 of the 27 in that bean field. <laughs> My bean field? Uh-huh. Yeah, the one that you. The plot, right in oh. the food Damn, plots. Junior. Really? <laughs> he, he goes. That sucks. He just kind of turned around, looked around, and he's like, ah, yeah, we, we shed hunting all your land. <laughs> Dang, dude. And I look, I, what I look through him. It, it wasn't that big of a deal, but I mean, yeah, it bums you out a little bit. You know, they're laying in your beans. You know, that sucks. Yeah, it, right. I could have found them that day. Right. Yeah, you would have. You would have. I definitely would have found would, them. You did find some sheds that day. Only a couple of them, but nothing. Yeah, yeah nothing, nothing like that. Nothing big, but you know, I'm like, do you guys find anything big? And he's like, but that's what happens. That's yeah. why. That's why you got to do. You got to run those cameras. So yeah, that's what you got to do for sure. Well, yeah, we had them on camera. The 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 one daughter and her new boyfriend literally kept walking by the camera holding hands. Then they walked around one way and were gone for a little bit and walked around the other way. I'm like, there's literally nothing that other way of that camera. Right. I don't know what they were doing. Mm-hmm. I was like, <laughs> ugh. 
<laughs> yeah, they walk back by holding hands again, and then Junior's like, did you hear my sister got married? I'm like, yeah, she's probably knocked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Uh, so, he, he, you know, they you can't stop people. No, you can't. You just cannot no. stop them. You yeah, it doesn't matter even with the cameras and stuff on there. I mean, no, and then, you, you know, so them. many different laws and everything else. you got to beat them there, and, you know, you got to make sure that yeah. everything's posted and stuff, too. So, well, where does that leave us? So we got through Michigan. Scott went yep. on a tangent that time again. So we're through Michigan. So what's after that? What are you guys on for that? So my plan is to go back to Missouri. If I, didn't, if I don't tag out in September, obviously. Um, even if I do, uh, my girlfriend will be hunting. So either way, we're going back to Missouri for the rut trip. I noticed the pre-rut's a lot better than the rut out there. You can pattern the deer, you know, middle yep. of October, show up October 20th, 25th. And, you know, I killed on Halloween and... It was he wasn't chasing. He was checking scrapes and shot him. So it's like I, I like that I kind of I learned the farm and I kind of the deer are fairly predictable on scrapes and you know it's just like all right I figured out that farm is definitely late October farm. So okay, um, gonna do that and then the latest I'm gonna stay in Missouri is gonna be like November fifth I think, and then I'm gonna drive over to Kansas from Missouri. It's only a few hours over. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that way I don't got to drive 10 hours back to Michigan. I can just shoot, you know, three hours over to Kansas and then I'm going to try the whole Kansas, uh, which I was supposed to find out if I got my tag today. It said the end of the month. Today's the 31st. I didn't get my thing, but probably won't I'm release until tomorrow or something. I think once they do those yeah. draws or whatever is that the draws today or whatever, you're probably going to email tomorrow or something. Probably. Is that a, if you didn't get it by six o'clock, you didn't get drawn. Is it six? Is that. it a six? No, I'm just muscle. Well, I'm just. <laughs> oh my God, I know. Shit, I was gonna man. go along. <laughs> he He's face. like, "Whoa, oh, no. man!" He's um, like, "What?" Right? Yeah, we just yeah. ruined his night. Is that no, uh, is that public that land? Then Tyler? Is yeah. That? Yeah. Okay. I, I went out there and I had a million guys that are like, "Oh, hunt!" You know, this piece in Kansas, this piece in Kansas, this piece in Kansas, and it's like, I agree. Like, it's nice to have a lead. It's nice to know. But I'm such a DIY guy. Like, if I do something, I don't want help from anybody. I don't know if I'm just selfish or weird, but like. I want to scout it. I want to drive to it. I want to walk it. No one told me to go here. I found it. I read the signs. I hung the stand. I killed the deer. So it's like. Yeah, that way if you screw up, it's your fault, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And it's just like, uh, it sounds bad, but like if I do that, somebody's going to think, oh, I put him there or I told him to go there or I just, I have no, they're no, they're not any more capable than I am. You know what I mean? Like everybody has the same scouting. Everybody has the same abilities. It's just. It obviously, it sucks to, to drive out there, but I drove out in Shed Honey, Kansas, and I walked my tail off. I went to 50-something different properties and walk-ins, and I marked tree stand locations and scrapes and found uh, some pretty good sheds. And I'm going in blind, but at the same time, I put probably 30 miles on my boots in Kansas, and I drove all the way out there. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, that's uh, definitely not going in blind. You know what I mean? No, like, I there's know. so many guys <laughs> yeah. that are just going to go, oh, I got a Kansas tag. You know what this I'm going to do? My days. season is X day, and I'm going to be there the night yes. before, and I'm going to kill, like I said, they're going to say, I'm going to kill 200 incher in Kansas. That's, mm, 300, no. that's 365 days a year right there. Though. Yeah, you got to, that's exactly yeah. it. You know what I mean? That's the commitment, work. and it goes, and we'll we'll talk about this part for just a second on another tangent here, but because I think that's, is that your last, that's your last out-of-state trip, and then back to Michigan after that, right? Um, I will go back to Missouri for late Missouri season for my second too. tag. Yeah, but then Michigan late season. Yeah. Oh, oh, Texas. I'm going to Texas this year. I got invited down there too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. That, that'll be never that'll be there. different. Never even been to. Yeah. You never been there at all for anything? Never Just... been to Texas for anything. Yeah. Pretty much uh, a dude that I 
only known for maybe a year or so, uh, just through the rise and talking back and forth. And mm-hmm. he was a fan of the show. And um, end of last year, he's watching every segment, sending me things like, dude, this is sick. This is awesome. This is cool. You know, call me. I need to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Became built a relationship with this guy, which is which is a really cool thing about the rise and, you know, getting to know people and stuff. And um, he's like, dude, I have this much property in Texas. And he's like, come down and hunt. And I'm like, what do you mean? I'm not just going right, to show and hunt. up to your house, right? Yeah, he's like, dude, come down here. I'm telling you. He's like, you tell me when you want to come down here, and you can hunt, and we're going to get you set up. And I'm like, well, it's never going to get easier than that. So Yeah, yeah, you um, got to go. You got to capitalize on those things. And, you know, and it's, uh, that's good people when you build those relationships. You understand what, you know, yeah. obviously we kind of we feel that out, you know what I mean, in conversation. Yeah. And, and I know it's a lot harder now through text or anything in, in, in social media and things like that, especially when you have a following and you have people there. Um, because you get those people that are just, just there looking for a little bit of the extra fat or, like Scott says, the free chili. And, yeah. and I think it's it's one of those things where when you build those core relationships with people and you start bringing those people into your small circle and keeping your small circle small like that, yes. you really can get some pretty good relationships and some good intel on some things that, you know, or you run into a situation where, like, hey, maybe I can't go to this state this year. And I'm like, hey, you know, hey, Tyler, yeah. I got I got this parcel. We can't get there we're stuck here we we got drawn for this tag so here you go go hunt this place because otherwise it's not gonna get hunted it's gonna sit there type yeah, thing. yeah yeah and we know especially if we know there's potential of stuff that somebody's doing what we're doing and we're trying we know how hard it is so it makes it good to have those relationships and, and build those those reports with people that that's just huge so exactly but, man we got island boy yeah we do have island boy louisiana, louisiana. so that's a different that's we, a different we, stretch there we're son, working on that one my son met a guy Nothing to do with hunting. He met him through gaming. Those two talked more about hunting than the gaming. They don't even game, but they talk hunting. Last year, he, him and his family went to Illinois, took his wife, kids, mother-in-law, father-in-law. He took the bayou, all his, you know, lo- love this guy. And then we, my son was pulling up aerials of everything he was going to, and he was like, well, I'm going to go... He says, listen, man, I know you love water. Don't sit there. That's literally you're putting yourself on an island. And I was like, why is Island Boy putting himself on an island? And he's like, that's all he knows, Dad. I got this. And, you know, and he going through the aerials and saying, listen, I just marked it. And he sent it back, sent it back forth. He ended up killing from a saddle from one of the mares. He ended up killing like a 130-inch public land buck. No kidding. And they missed the 140 on another piece of ground. Close by, yeah. What? Um, it was private that they had yeah. two days to hunt, and his mother-in-law or something missed it. But this kid, this young man, is so cool. We've, you know, that I had a few. It's the same kind with. of rapport, yeah. I mean, right. it's yeah. just building like, these cool. relationships. You know, I told him if he needs a place to hunt, like last year, I said, "Why don't you come on down in September? I mean, in January, and or right at the end of, mm-hmm. and 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 I'll get you shot with archery." Yeah. And shoot a couple of does if you want. I'm not shooting them. Um, go in there and, and <laughs> shoot a few. Them. I'm not shooting them. <laughs> um, Neighbors will shoot them. I'm not right, shooting Right. They always do. Um, so I got that rapport with them. But Kyle built that rapport off of, like, literally yeah, it's a simple, gaming. Yeah, well, it's the same thing. You know what I mean? It's just like he's saying. It's a social media relationship <laughs> that turns into, you know, obviously, I mean, you, you build – 
a connection. It, well, Tyler, look at look at yourself yeah. and myself. I mean, look at how many conversations right. we've had already just based off of just the interaction that we've had through social and just exactly. with having Nick on, you know, obviously. And, and then when I had Nick on, he didn't realize who I was. I'm like, man, where do I know him from? And then putting yeah. two and two together, I mean, we go back a lot further than that. So there's just, cool. you know, and the same thing with Scott. He was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you know, so it's like all these things in this industry – you know, we're all in the same basket and just trying to, to help each other out. And, and like, like I appreciated what you said about the, you know, the production side and, and being an open book. I mean, we're trying to do the same thing and we're trying yeah. to have some different angles. I got some ideas and some stuff that we'd like to do. And obviously we want to do some follow-ups to see how we come together with all these goals. We'll do the goal right. follow-up, you know, and right. see, see how each of them, maybe even in the middle of the season, we'll look at, We'll kind of break it down and like we'll, well maybe we'll do a roundtable and get everybody why don't you on. You do a Tyler, do this. This would even go better if you don't mind. Do like a, a video of your goals that we could attach to our like. You know what I mean? Well, that's or what like that's and what I could he even did. He did a he didn't do a video, but he did a he did a written thing on Instagram. Yeah, but I'm I mean, gonna do those. We're actually taking and I don't know if this video the first video got released. We didn't release it yet. No, no, not that not the one we did, but the, the one, one. Cooter mm-hmm. shot. It was supposed to get released. He's got something screwed up on YouTube, um, <laughs> but it's 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 about pressure, and what is the root cause of pressure? But in the meantime, we got guys. We had reps, and at one point, Nick. That's why I met Nick and Matt. We're kind of getting them involved with top ten, and then he told me back said, in the day, yeah, yeah, back in the day, and he's when he was getting started with you, and I said, why don't you concentrate on that? But if you need anything, concentrate on that. Or if you need anything from Top Ten, let us know. But it sounds like a really good opportunity. I actually looked oh, yeah. at it back when he was starting with you, and I said, these these cats are putting out way better production than what I could show you. Oh, well, thanks. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it was it was literally big. And I'm like, Nick, they're, you know, you're, they're your boys. Jump on it. Yeah. Don't worry about it. you're not going to lose your friendship with me. Well, I think that was yeah. that was right when he was starting. He was kind of dabbling a little bit with you and and obviously getting off of the the Midwest well Whitetail stuff. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, when he was yeah. with Austin. Is that who you guys you're going out there with him to stay with Austin in yeah. North Dakota, yep. right? Okay. Yep. Yeah. But I mean if we could get cuz we're going to post goals from our reps that used to be reps, but now we're a team. We yeah, wanna, I think we, we want to tie it together. That, we're gonna tie it together, so yeah, it'd be, be cool to, cool to know. Yeah, cool, cool to cross pollinate with some of your yes, stuff and be like, hey, you sure. know, this is, you know, here's goal number one off the list. You know what I mean? And start. Yeah, yeah. It. So I think that myself, and I'm not, I'm gonna make this real quick. I'm gonna hunt. Uh, obviously, Michigan, Indiana, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, and if something happens. And I get magic in all those states. Tennessee's always, I, it's a short thing for me, but uh, yeah. if all that happens, clearly three 150s somewhere in there, one in velvet, hopefully. And then if all that comes to fruition, then maybe I'll try something in Ohio or I'll pick a mystery state and make just make a three day weekend trip and do it. Yep. And just wait. I got you. It sounds like loft. We all got lofty goals. Like my goals are really, really lofty. We, because Kyle, I mean they're lofty, but they're Kyle, not. Kyle put it on a season of yeah, ridiculous. Like, man, you kicked my ass really, really bad. <laughs> yeah, I mean we have a we have a strong <laughs> season. We didn't have a bad. Neither of us had beer. a bad season last year. And Kyle was like, "Listen, here's what I'm gonna do." And he just walked away from all of us. What's give me the numbers? Ready? Are you ready for this, Tyler? Yeah. All right, let me, one, 
77, 180, 162, 150. That's what you shot last year? That's what he shot last year, yeah. That's what Kyle Dang. shot last year. How, how is that possible? <laughs> hey, two in Michigan. Did two in Michigan. One in Ohio and one in Indiana. One in Ohio, one in Indiana. The Ohio Buck. Is, is the one who went back. That was the COVID outfitter. one. Yep. Okay. All right, but different type of relationship with the outfitter. We literally couldn't hunt until the end. I got you. Okay. But he knows we're a client that he knows I'm going to come in and take a stands on and reset him. He knows if he's got something to stump in him, and he's one of the, the if not the best outfitter in the state of Ohio, in my opinion. He's a great dude. We get along great. I could throw stuff off of him to help his stuff, but really he, he's golden because he'll shoot a stack of deer, take good pictures, mm-hmm. and 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 but he gives people the hunt. Yeah, he does. He gives people yeah. a, a, a loyal, hard hand. But well, he does the work. He does he does the the boots on the ground side and, and the work well, and yeah, stuff going yeah, into but it. What he so does he knows. Is the entertainment. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. The entertainment means a lot to a lot of these people to go hunt with an outfitter. We we produce gotta, our own entertainment. Clearly, we, we get different. <laughs> we coyote hunt together with him. We right. we trade ideals. I went and did work for him. Um, we we kind of hit it off really really well. So. I hunted this buck where he'd only take somebody that knows, you know, like you might see four deer in a sit, but we're after the 1% of what, what's in there. Right. There's a good one in there. It's going to be yeah, a good still, one Yeah, still targeting our, our, I guess, our, our solidarity yeah, of, as far as, a, like, what we do. You know what I mean? We're not going in there and just making an excuse and pulling a trigger. Don't shoot know, a yeah. little buck is what yeah. basically I mean, so. Well, you can't kill big bucks. You shoot small bucks. It's not going to happen. Right. So yeah, we, true that. <laughs> I blew it twice on this deer. Yeah. On film. I told Reed you. Redid setups. I told you we, we had a hard drive full of those. Yeah. I had. Well, we have all that. Yeah, we're we gonna, do. We're going to probably put that all together with this one deer and the story with Ryan and everything. We're going to try to put all of it together because he deserves it. Yeah, and it, we, we have a, we have the full story too, so that that makes it. So we yeah. went back in there, and that deer. It was a toss-up. Like, me and Kyle both went in there, and we had pot belly and Coke cans. I'm not shooting pot belly. Mm-hmm. He's not going to shoot pot belly. It's just not caliber deer we're not going to shoot. Right. And everybody else is going to shoot the deer. They would shoot the deer. So I'm like, I'm not. Why don't you hunt tonight? Because the stand was literally 30 feet up in the air. In a bad spot, he gets up there, bows hunts. He gets not only pot, he had pot belly, coke cans, and twenty five other deer around him. Doesn't spook him. Mm-hmm. Stays tight. Sits in the stand for two hours before they clear out. We pull him out. He's locked now. Now it's just all right. Here's the wind. Here's this. Here's that. I know where coke cans is coming from. We move the stand. There's the golden moon. We're going to hunt them this night. It happens to be the second night of muzzleloader. We're not even going to hunt the first one because you're going to blow them out if you go in there one more time. You get you get down our way and swing into headquarters. You need yeah. to put your hands on these antlers. Yeah, I would like to see these Holy deer for sure. Crap. Oh, oh, Where, whereabouts oh, are you guys even at? This is down by uh, Cleveland. 
No, the okay. the headquarters is in Cold oh Coldwater. We're in Cold we were hunting this deer down in Cleveland though. Oh, right? I got you. Okay. And so that particular deer we had history with. Well, the Michigan deer too. Both and, Michigan deer. Were oh yeah, history that, on those ones. That's, that's that, backyard. You know, we're right here. That's our home. Right. He we came in actually hunting a bigger deer, not bigger, but yeah, actually he ended up being bigger. Yeah, it was because we, we got the sheds. I blew the deer. Stay tuned on those. I blew yeah. the whole area. <laughs> I blew the whole area out, and I got backdoored. It doesn't happen very often, but I got backdoored. I was dead set on a giant mainframe ten. No other deer was going to turn my head until a fourteen point walks into my life, and I'm literally like, oh, "I'm smoking this deer. He's pushing two hundred. And oh, I had another deer behind me that I didn't realize. He's supposed to come in and go like that. You can't, nobody can see what I'm doing, but. Right. <laughs> he ended up doing this. So when I came out of my backdoor to start drawing, this damn deer is behind me. And I've never had a deer do that to me ever. He blew, blew the whole area out. We had nothing on camera. Oh. And, mm-hmm. and, and this is, this is a set. You, you screw up, you screw up. Yeah. So we let it sit, let it sit. Had. Two other spots, but you got to go up really, really high. So I said, all right, let's go back in. He goes back in. He ain't in the stand 20 minutes. <laughs> I just shot the big one. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Dang. Get over there. That's crazy. Find the deer. I'm like, I don't even know where that deer is. Never seen that deer ever. <laughs> so it's still not the one. Our editor's seen them in the summer, and so there's some other people on the Internet seeing them on the inter- during the summer. But Dang. we, we kind of... So that deer, and he shot another deer. Um, it was kind of a renegade deer, and we went after that deer. It was a good four-year-old. That was the 150. The deer that he's got, the... The sheds that we got for this year? From well, the, the, the Indiana deer, what he did there... Yeah, that was that was good. EHD wiped his property out. Went from the best property in Indiana to the shittiest property in Indiana. Oof. Stayed diligent. Killed a good 140 out of there, and another 140 or 130, but had a deer that was working his way through the ranks. And then set that as, his, then set that it as his goal, and I'm going to kill one deer. Deer. For two years, right? For two, two years. years. And he passed that. He passed multiple eights, multiple nines that everybody would shoot. And then this year, he, he hunted all the, the rut week before gone. Hunted hard, bounced around, and multiple opportunities at, at 140 inch eight points, maybe bigger. That story's back on one of the earlier podcasts. If you or anyone wanted to listen, okay. to I think we have we put that footage up too, didn't we? I think we put that one up. Uh, yeah, I don't I think see it's on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, I don't he, think it's on YouTube. I think it's uh, it might be on our. Is it on Carbon? We it was on we, Carbon. Yeah, we're gonna bring it back. We're gonna bring it back for no, this year. I'll check that out. And then he ended up shooting that deer the fourth day of gun season or the third day. He literally called me and he says he's he's down in the low area where he texts me first. I get the text. He said, Giant ain't. I think I'm going to shoot him. <laughs> and I'm trying to get the text back. Hold out. Because he's got no con- confirmation of this deer. Yeah, he hadn't seen anything. No trail camera pictures or anything for right. he, it would, so he, a couple weeks, right? I get the text through. No, yeah. a couple days. A couple days on the same one. I get the text through. He gets out of there and as he's coming out. Like, he didn't shoot that 811 walk. As he's driving out, 
he walks in, he's got this buggy, and then walks in, and he's driving out, and he happened to glance over. There he is. And there's this target deer. And that bed, where that deer bedded, he knew exactly how that deer was playing him. So it was game on. It's it's like, all right. Yeah, you just figured out a big piece. Oh, yeah, the piece of puzzle. Yeah. yeah, he puts over. it together really well. Like if you listen, you listen to if you listen to that podcast and you listen to him and I talk about it, and then you'll listen, you'll see when you see the footage, it really, I mean he really makes an angle adjustment just based off of that and goes in and does where somebody like yourself or us is going to be able to see those high points and go, wait a minute, this is indicator one, indicator two, this is what I got to do. And he's like, I got to make this change. And it's a, it's a crazy change that like he he said, I didn't. Yeah. He's like, I'm just going to go for it. And it, and, and it did. I mean, what was he in the stand? Three hours, two and a half hours. I can't remember now. Pass another big eight. Yeah. Pass another big eight that morning. That morning. Yeah, so it was. It was a. It's Dang. a good. It's a good story. Yeah. And, and then, that's cool, man. He said the deer circled around him. Yeah, it was like that was. I'm on his trail, that he actually walked in on. Knew something wasn't right. Looked instantly over in the area where he was at. Changed. Said I just threw my hand up, got the camera, moved over, slid the arc over, and you could literally see this deer walks in the opening, and you could just see the repercussion of the arc. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. Just, I mean, it's just the slightest of a slightest of a you know to sell film with a with a with a gun. Yeah, it can be tough. And to make a seventy seventy seven. Yeah, it wasn't, wasn't a super super them. long shot, but it was it wasn't thick stuff. You'll see when you see the video. It's yeah, it's a pretty pretty nasty area. Of course, he's you know he was making making one of those crazy changes that we make, and we're calling an audible on it and going in. And a lot of times you don't have the time. You know, especially on these big deer, you can't go in there and make a bunch of hasty cuts and do all right, this that, yeah. and the other. And that's where people make the mistakes. They're like, "Oh, I, this deer's going to be there," and then they go in and they cut forty six branches, and then they hang well, a tree stand. No more. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. It's like ain't no yeah. more. So, yeah, you got to be stealthy on that stuff. Yeah, you know what's really cool though. You're doing the hunting, and then you do the production. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so you literally. Burning both ends of the candle. My hat off to you, man. You're doing Thanks. a great, great job. It's super impressive. I love seeing these Michigan companies with young minds as creative as you, and you know, bringing well, good pushing young guys pushing in. the limits on on what what we can do next. You know what I mean? We're all collaborating yeah. and going. What well, what can we? What else can we put out there? And looking at the stuff that. You know, and obviously we could get into production. I'll try and get with Aaron and see if I can't get him on here too. Um, but yeah. looking at the stuff that he's done and the stuff that you guys are doing, and and just even even the little mini edits and, and things that I see are huge. And I think that's like you said early on. I think that's where our production is really turning. It's turning more towards the story and more nice towards yeah, yeah yeah. It's it's more towards that like I don't know just this traditional way of like what really are we doing and they want to even if it's even if it's 10 seconds of us showing like hey we were tilling hey we were planting the next thing that comes out of that hey we're harvesting you know what i mean and and that that really says a lot and goes a long ways and you know obviously yeah we're getting we're getting long and i don't want to keep you man we're 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 like you're good man holy crap we're an hour and 24 in (laughs) we are oh he's so patient yeah i know we had an hour of scott talking i appreciate you no he's been so patient (laughs) but i mean it's great to hear you know and to see here but to actually meet some of you guys you know it's cool that we've actually started this podcast because we got to meet some great guys 
you being one of them, Nick, I knew Nick was a killer. Right? Oh, yeah, he is. But he's grown, he is our in, killer. He's grown in his production, and you've got the eye. Yeah. Yep. To capture it and put it out. Yeah, it's that graphic design thing. Right, right. right. Yeah. And that's the key to a really good production, and that's hopefully we could get that, really get that ball turned well, for we're us. Gonna get we're it. starting to. I mean, you know right. my background, so we're going to get there. Right, we're going to get there. But that is really the goal. One of our main goals for me and Kyle as the as the as the brand starters. Yeah. And now that we have somebody like minded into our group and helping us with that, our goal is now to really turn our. We've had the killing part. We've 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 yeah, mastered but, that. Yeah, part but now, now we're just we're we're building this camaraderie we got, with these other guys and you know these these groups like Tyler and, and Nick and right. Bringing, and you learn from them and cross pollinating in, in and I know I said that before, but like it's bringing. You know what I mean? If you could take something away from that, you know, and I've said for a long time, like if you're the smartest person in the room, you're in the wrong room. So right. if you can, if you can sit here and like, he's going to take something away from this conversation. We're going to take something that he said away from it. And we're, we're all going to be able to put that in our basket and we're going to learn and we're going to grow and we're going to become better hunters. Mm-hmm. We're going to become better land managers. We're going to become, you know, and then the, the next thing, uh, you know, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, a little life fruit. Yeah, Tyler's going to text me or I'm going to text him and go, hey, man, I got a situation that I'm not sh- – give me an outside opinion. You know what I mean? I'm going to text Scott or we're right. going to be on a three-way call going, oh, man, I don't – you know what I mean? Like, I don't know if yeah. I would approach that deer that way or, no, go this, go right in, go balls deep on this situation and and, right. and make it happen. So, so no, we, we appreciate everything you guys are doing, you know, and, and the kind words that you've said about, you know, us as well and – uh you know, it's it's been great having you on here, and I know we wanted to get into more production stuff and, and some things like that. And hell, we were just struggling to get your goals out, like Scott and his stories. <laughs> I know, it's my story. I know, it's my stories too. So, well, I wish, but oh, I like. I don't know if you. I drank a half of one of these. You see that, right? <laughs> All right, there you go. I ate two things of rice pudding from Tip. I'm going to give a plug at Tipton's Market, oh, uh, which is Celine. Yeah, so he's all, he's all fired up. Burners and uh, and I probably stop and get a coffee on the way back because we got a two hour drive. <laughs> oh lord! And then oh, just... shit my brains out probably before I go to bed. <laughs> oh, I eat that cannoli too. Oh and lord! The two, and the two hot dogs at the at the Tiger it's game. It's been a long day. And then the yes. heat. So, so <laughs> nonetheless, before he goes off on something else, let me let me derail him again. Thanks for joining us. We appreciate you coming on, man. For sure. And, Thanks uh, for having me. Man. Yeah, let's let's uh, let's keep in touch. Obviously, let's uh, let's collaborate. I mean, if we get a chance to get in the field together or something like that, let's do that. And then um, I know one thing: Are you going to uh, you going to tech? I got everybody harassing me. I need to. My buddy's got me a ticket. I, I need to go to it. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be up there. So if uh, if that's the case, send me a text or whatever. We'll hang out or something. You know, maybe okay. enjoy an adult pop or. Something like yeah. that. I think we're camping up there. I got a few buddies that aren't uh, aren't my top ten guys, but my my other hunting guys that travel all over and you know do the same thing. Sure. So I think uh, I don't know. We may see if I can't get Scott uh, Scott and Kyle to come up there as well. But well, I don't know what they got going on. Scott's like, yeah, right. Yeah. I'm not walking up that and doing. No, 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 he's I like, nah. he said like, he's not getting. He's like, I'm not getting my bow out for I like got, another month or two. I, I got cold water still i know I got you got a bunch Quisby, of i got <laughs> Indy, i got kentucky i got missouri We're, yeah, I know. we got to spray we got to get back south and spray, look at so. land and, 
Illinois. Illinois that I'm gonna bug you about. Another that other piece in Indiana I'm gonna bug you about. And then here we go. <laughs> Sometime or another, I got probably Ohio. And then I so I mean it's the yeah it's busy. The season of pressure. Yeah, this is literally a season of pressure. But I enjoy being in the field, and the, these goals are lofty. Yeah, we're, the mini the mini farmers and and getting out there and doing uh, what we can and producing the stuff. It's great. Ain't I love no it. Mini, yeah. Ain't no mini farmers. No, I know you. <laughs> we come the in. We, we do come for in. Deer. When you see see the equipment coming. Yeah. Just get out of get we we're about to roll. Right. That's it's tough. We like to have it done by now. By July and then fall food plots. That's it. No more interior right. yeah. design. For sure. My little twenty acres I was telling you about, it's like it's a really wet property. Water table super high. And I just was out there today and it just dried up. And I was like, Oh my gosh, it's dry. So I'm gonna try to get out there and Put some corn and beans in and stuff. It's pretty late, but oh, it ain't too farms, late. I no. know it's just Be- I listen, wanted beans, in at the right time and corn. You're getting right at that end, but beans, you're good, good on beans because a bean is, is you don't have to have that pod. They're coming for the green, right. and it may be the only green source if you the, the lighter you wait. Yeah, it may the later be the only come in. green source. Like me and him were having this conversation. I want to get beans in Kentucky, but there's no other beans around. We get that beans gr- into the ground in Kentucky. They're gonna devastate it. Yeah, yeah they just smash it. No doubt. I'm gonna have to come in, but if I could get them to devastate that, I'm gonna hit them back up with a barasca and a canola. On the back side of it, yeah. Kind of like you, you see me with that cannoli. Fat treats. Fat treat. <laughs> no, you. But the good thing too is in, in a property like that twenty. That. Yeah, when you get that property like your twenty, you can go in there and with it being so wet like that. And the good thing with the beans is you don't have to go in there and till up. You know, obviously you get ground contact; they'll they'll germinate. And oh yeah, beans are good, so that's that's a good thing. So you know, you're in yeah, you farm got, country too, man. You got plenty. <laughs> of, he's got plenty of time on the beans. Yeah, he does. You get that corn oh, in yeah, quick though. Sure. Corn's got to go. Yeah. So. Well, all right, man. We won't keep you any longer. Again, we appreciate it, and uh, hopefully we'll talk soon. You and I will stay in contact, and then uh, keep doing what you guys are doing. Yeah, and keep, keep, keep rocking and rolling. We're, we're fans. Yeah. And then, for sure, man. I appreciate you guys, and thanks for having me on and all the kind words. You guys had a lot of nice things to say, so thank you very much. Absolutely, man. Well-deserved, for sure. Well-deserved. So, all right, buddy. We will, uh, we will catch you on the next one. And to all y'all out there in listener land, thanks for joining the Top 10% Podcast.